Welcome to episode 133 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we'll talk about the first presidential debate and loving one another. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and the regular host of Nobody Special. And I'm Andrew, your guest host of Nobody Special. We are two generations, we're not, Kinda. we're two generations of people looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between while trying to not take it too seriously. And that's been harder than normal. <laughs> uh, hey, so so before we get started, uh, Caleb is still alive. Um, I've gotten in really bad habits. He's had just a crazy travel schedule, uh, and we've been trying to get ahead taping, and just didn't one week. We're like, oh shoot, we forgot. Um, and then I forgot to announce. Here's a little podcast history. We did this Ooh. for Whoops a Doodle number five. Andrew and I taped an episode. A whole a whole a good episode. It was fine. It was it was good. It was top shelf. Top shelf. And if you support our Patreon, you'll be <laughs> no. Uh and and so the episode before that, because Caleb he, he was out for like three weeks or something. Uh so I, I had Evan on, Evan who did fantastic and a lot of people didn't know it was Caleb because they sound very similar, kinda. Um and then I forgot to say why Caleb wasn't there. So I got emails did did I recast Caleb? And then I, I I had to say like, No, Andrew will be on next week though. And that was uh Yeah, exactly what you would say if he was in your freezer. Right. Gosh. <laughs> that's one option <laughs> i was asked did i fire him and i was like no we're gonna yeah. work through it yeah, fire. uh we're gonna we're gonna work through no he's doing good he's at um something in texas i he just told me i forgot I just, again whatever. maybe you hadn't thought he's through at, all the details of the at, backstory he's at summer camp <laughs> he's at the farm he's at the farm with all the other gerbils I grew up with. <laughs> he's having a great time. He's having a great time. He can't write. Uh, he's having so much fun. Man. No, uh, but he's doing good. He'll be back probably next week. Who really knows at this point? And gosh, he's going to hate this. He probably does. He's going to hate this segment. Caleb, please come back. Why didn't you edit that out, Danny? Because we do one take. You know how this is, fool. It's called One Take Daniel. <laughs> that's super not it either. That's... that's so so church um church has been doing kind of these kind of devotional things and i've had to do a few and the amount editing yourself is one of the most both humiliating and humbling things you will ever do why wow, you can add so many cool things like you could add dragon effect in the background mm -hmm. to yourself right whereas maybe you couldn't right. with pastor joseph but it's it's the amount of things i have to cut out <laughs> Are like no way, man! Don't you cut anything out? You're perfect. No, I have the audio to prove I am not. In a few of these devotionals, uh, during the part where my face isn't on there, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I I don't have a speech impediment for those, but it comes back when the cuts would be too jarring to have my face <laughs> on the screen. 
That's definitely not a joke. No. I'm like, well, you can't. There's nothing to look at. You're going to notice. Uh, so anyway, that's not where we want to go. Uh, Andrew, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Um, Happy to do it. So I'm, I'm going to ask some questions I asked you two months ago when we tried to do this first time. How's quarantine going? Are you still quarantining? Where are we? I, I'm not. Is Are we still quarantining? Um, I don't know. These I are think, all great questions. I think what we're doing now as a society is like suggesting that we be careful. Mm-hmm. Is probably a good way to say it. It's disturbing that that's a new thing we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we're not supposed to lick things mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's a good. I, I now watch movies and I, I think you're too close to each other. Like that's mm-hmm. an actual thought in my mind now. Right. Like I get uncomfortable because right. people are close to one another. Right. It's just your wife at home. Like, could you six feet a little bit? Uh, it's not. <laughs> and we're in the same house. I just don't feel comfortable. No, it's good. We got a little bit of quarantine. Uh, uh, I don't know. It helped us to practice a little bit. We mm-hmm. we now do homeschooling, mm-hmm. and I now work from home. Yes. So we started practicing. We 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 started doing that truly mm-hmm. in August September, but right. we got a lot of practice from right. March on. Right. So by the time we actually the spring break launched, that never ended. Yeah. By the time we launched our ministry full time, we were already super pros at yeah. staying home all the time. Right. Oh, oh oh yeah. Student Go is 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 up and going full time. So this is pretty pretty exciting i know that's got to be a bit i mean you're coming off of a church staff and then to like i now support myself false i have lots of people who support <laughs> or me. like i have to procure yeah. support yep yeah i mean it's new you know. it's exciting though because i get to be in a lot of different churches yeah. and it's super cool to just walk into a church and find a tired youth guy mm-hmm. and say hey so I was in your shoes. Right. Now I'm not. We've been there. Can I do anything for you for free? Right. And just to see them light up and say, right. here's all the things that I want to accomplish. Right. But don't have the time, energy, or resources right. to be able to, I don't know, it's just really cool right. uh, to be able to do that. Yeah. So. And, and I mean, I've I've gone through the content a bit and I appreciate that that first day is just a, a hour hug. Yep. Of just like, <laughs> it's going to be good, Scooter. You're doing fine. And You're so doing and, good. And that's one of the things. Just cry it out. Just really. <laughs> that's one of the things that come in and talking to youth pastors. Yeah. They're like, this is so different. I've had people come in with great curriculums, mm-hmm. wonderful curriculums. Mm-hmm. But it is, how can your church fit our curriculum? Right. And what we say is, right. how can our curriculum best serve your church? Right. How do we make you the winner right. of this whole thing? How do we make you the rock star right. you know, of your giving glory sure. to God, right? A- Obviously. Absolutely. But like, how do we make you win? Not, hey, right. we're coming in to help you, fix you, any of that type of stuff. So right. it's just been, it's been very well received by youth pastors yeah. who are like, absolutely. <gasps> I would I would have I would have killed for that in student pastor days because I I'm proud of the stuff I did uh-huh. and I would do it all differently if I could do it again right of uh, course it, and and a good amount of the things I stopped and questioned it was um how can I get this curriculum for free uh, because some of these places put it behind a paywall I have done a sample of just about every single. <laughs> curriculum out there it's like oh, i'm just gonna try it i don't know what to do this month like that yeah. that's what i really meant yeah. so like i've become really well, good at like that one's good here are the downsides like how do you know like because i my budget was right. spent well the way the way that we built it is i'm sitting in my office <laughs> mm-hmm. as a youth pastor uh-huh. over middle middle school and high mm-hmm. school and at the time college and um and i just went 
who would I let talk to me if they mm-hmm. walked in the door? Like, like who? Because because I've had people come in. Because he got busy at the end and like. I've, I've had people come in. Who would I talk to me? <laughs> no, like who would I not immediately emotionally yeah. shut down if right. they start a pitch? Right. Right. Like here's how your student ministry can be better and it can't be better without us. And here's why. And and like. Yeah. Who would I let walk in the door? And there's a great local representative of mm-hmm. uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes yeah, yeah. that he was in the door. Yeah. Like, and now our church partners with him because right. he said, "How do I care about you right. as a church? Right. right? Like, how can I right. help you thrive?" And I was like, "Well, this is how." And he was like, "Great, I'll do that." And they didn't ask for anything. And I was like, oh, oh, how can I help you thrive? Can, and, we, can you know? we be best friends? Yeah. 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 And, and it was great. And that, that relationship continues. So we just mm-hmm. built it from like, what, what do churches want? Mm-hmm. And how can we enter into partnerships with churches mm-hmm. to help them thrive without causing them to clam up and just right. retreat and say, yeah, What's yeah. the angle? Exactly. And what I, are you really getting at? I had a youth pastor ask me that. He goes, so what do you get? And I was like, I get to do what God's called me to do right. all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and, and 20% of merchandising, no big deal or exactly, anything. Have you seen these student go t-shirts? It's been, uh, <laughs> man, it's been, it's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. and there's, yeah. there's a lot of excitement and energy talking mm-hmm. to churches, big churches, yeah. multi-thousand person churches. Okay. And then a church of 50 that we were at this yeah. last Sunday. Okay. Like 50 right. people. Yeah. When quarantine's not happening. Right. 50 people. <laughs> right. Right. Eight teenagers. Mm-hmm. How do we serve that's that actually, church? That's actually, that's pretty good. Like, it's really good. They're really killing good. it, man. It should be five, you know? Yeah. So. So it's been a lot of fun. No, no, that's exciting though. And, and, and getting to homeschool the kids who are amazing. You yeah. have just the most adorable kids. <laughs> they're pretty they're, cool. They're great. It's like, but it, but it is interesting because they never anticipated Mm-hmm. so much recess like because homeschooling right. you don't waste any time you right. like and i built this homeschool classroom in our garage so they right. like they walk out the door uh-huh. they go to their classroom they're there for like two hours yeah. and they complete more than they would in a regular school day just because there's zero interruptions right, right. they're there yeah they're learning the same stuff yeah. and then they're like all right it's 11 a.m recess till bedtime right. go right. <laughs> so it's been an adventure man that's gonna be hard when they get a job. Like, uh huh. Like, yeah. I have to work for how many hours? <laughs> Till f- oh no, thanks. I'm good. You know, I'm gonna homework. Right. <laughs> no, like my dad. <laughs> he works in the garage. I'm just gonna start a non for profit. <laughs> it seems to be easier. <laughs> I'm gonna rent out the garage space from him. No, that that's that's super cool though, and I'm glad they're uh um totally kind of. And on that homeschooling's kind of it's kind of gotten a lot better especially since parents have been um and I'm not sure when I've talked about this I know I have before but as as schools have been opening back up they've had the option of doing digital school going back in person or just going like bump this I'm just going to homeschool them yeah. uh, because if if they're doing digital school and homeschooling there's not it's not a huge difference between those two, right. I'm gonna be honest. Uh and and then the amount of parents that are still working from home and going like, Are we are, are they still talking about that? <laughs> like, do you get it yet? Yeah, yeah, no, I understood an hour ago. Yeah. All right, move on. Just just move on, you know. Well homeschooling is probably a lot like um 
the gluten-free wave right where a what like like my wife celiac <laughs> right. she will get very sick if she right. has any gluten like right. any gluten so right so six and a half years ago when we got married mm-hmm. gluten-free pasta was literal sand in your mouth like mm-hmm. like the grain it was so gross yes but then everyone got on the gluten-free wave right and now gluten-free stuff is actually right. not that bad. Right. They started putting effort into it. And so yeah. home, homeschool is, I think, a lot the same way yeah. over a longer period of time. Yeah. But like back in the day, it was probably a lot more difficult. But now yeah. there are crazy resources. Like like there's a website where teachers can write their own stuff mm-hmm. and make their own exercises and worksheets. Mm-hmm. Then put them on there. And then you as a homeschool parent can buy. Right. Like, give me 200 coloring pages for $5. Go. Just add to cart print. As a children's minister, I'm going to need this website. For... <laughs> I, I don't know what it's called. Find, um, find it. Do we need to pause the show? What are we doing? Pause but, the show. <laughs> but it, it, it's incredible because, yeah. like, you can, yeah. you really can, you can add in things that your child is weak in mm-hmm. and, and, you know, all that. Right. So it's been fun. It's been, it's a yeah. new season with us all at home yeah. all the time. Yeah. But quarantine still loving each other yeah but we're prepped for it yeah. quarantine kind of got us ready for yeah it. yeah you got the fights out of the way before you... <laughs> yeah it's amazing talking to why some... do your teeth click like yeah. <laughs> have you always done this like, what's the foot tapping is ah. why do you chew why why <laughs> if you could stop breathing i would super appreciate it uh no it's it's been yeah. really good um so we're we're loving it excellent yeah no i i'm movies are starting to open back up i was actually excited about that um and i I have to vet i know we have like actual things to cover the black widow movie are you a marvel fan no i no i i okay here's what here's what i'll say i'll enjoy i enjoy them yeah i don't follow marvel okay like like i don't i don't like there you know what i mean there are people who is it you Okay, so there's yous Thank who you. actively follow everything and how it all uh-huh. connects and all yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, all right. but I enjoy them. All right, just kind of throw me on the bus. Like no, I think they're fun. great. They postponed the Black Widow movie again. No big deal or nothing. Are we mad about that? Yeah, I'm very mad. It's supposed to come okay. out in like March, and it was supposed to be good. It was supposed to come out. I don't know if it's good. Well, they're like, it. let's take the least interesting Avenger and make her own standalone. Sorry, that was Hawkeye, the second least interesting Avenger, and make her own standalone movie. It's like Caleb is here with us. (laughs) They don't do anything. They do. (gasps) They do less than actual Navy SEALs in the movies, not them and their characters. I am appalled at the level of disrespect shown on this podcast to Black Widow. Hey, Caleb, I got you. Okay, I'm sitting in the chair. We're sharing one essence. One she's brain. She's just not between the two of you. <laughs> you have one, and she's like, brain. she's like, she's like bad in most of like the cartoons and stuff. No, she she's complicated with a a dangerous okay. past. That's overdone. Okay, so is Darth and, Vader, but he's way better. Okay, well the movies, the movies postponed. I'm really sad about it. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. Speaking of, I went and saw Gold the other day in the theater. Who? Uh, Gold. I just meant a good movie. Oh, okay. Um, I'm like, is there a movie I haven't heard of? No. Yeah. Some buddies and I went to see the re-theater release of Empire Strikes Back. Special edition or not? 
I don't think so. Good. So no. the good version. No, I don't I don't think so. Not the grab for more money. No, I don't I don't <laughs> believe so. No. Okay. Uh and it was it was it was unique seeing those mm-hmm. graphics on a very yeah. large screen. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's that's totally awesome. I I've enjoyed that theaters have tried to do this because all the companies said like we're going to stop putting out movies cuz it's not going to make money. So people can go and see things they wish they would have seen in the theaters, which is kind of dope. Like in the 80s. Yeah, in 70s for 70s. I think Star Wars was Empire. 70s. I think Empire was 80. I could be wrong. Okay, fair enough. I'm, hey, yeah. I'm not a movie yeah. connoisseur. I mean, or Jurassic Park. I wasn't allowed to see that in 91. Right. I was five. Uh, and I was <laughs> certainly not allowed to go into the theaters with that one. I was almost born. Oof. I'm feeling super old. Oh, you're fine. We said the Good. whole two generations thing. We're really only five years apart. Excellent. Uh, but yeah, no, I I'm, I mean, that, I, I was going to get a group of people to go see that because it's only like $100 to get the theater, like the whole theater. I'm like, yeah. Even if I got five friends, it's a lot, but it's not that. It's Twenty not, bucks. Yeah, it's not that bad. Easy you peasy. Know? I mean, it's good. So Dress yeah, it was, it was good, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll see when they start coming yeah. out with movies again. Venom yeah. two is coming out soon. Yeah, and people are going to need to kind of start the debate as to do they need to go to the movie theaters as safe or as unsafe, um, and and people are cautious about that, and they're kind of debating a bit. Speaking of, oh. Take a sip. All right, so let's do this. Uh, the presidential debate, the first presidential <laughs> debate for 2020. Here's the deal: we were both dragging our feet getting there. We don't really want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about we it because it just happened. Uh, a presidential debate between Donald J. Trump and Joe J. Biden, Joe Jonas Jameson, Jameson Biden, uh, did occur on something occurred. Something occurred. I, yeah, I wouldn't even call it a debate. So, no, because it usually has a format and like points, counterpoints. A debate. There's yeah, not typically it has the elements of a debate. There's not typically any slapping involved. No. Listen, this was my, my wife was. I, I wasn't even interested in watching this uh-huh. thing. I could have told you how it was going to play out. Yeah, I wasn't interested in watching. She's like, "We're going to watch the debate." So we stop watching what we're watching mm-hmm. to turn on the debate. She listens to about ten minutes of it. And promptly goes to sleep and goes, right. hey, let me know what happens in the rest of the debate. Right. So I'm sitting there alone, frustrated, right. watching this thing, but feeling the pressure to, to, right. to like tell her what happened the right. next day. So instead, you after the debate is over, you go in, kiss her gently on the forehead and say, everything's going to be fine, honey. It's going to be fine. And then you hold her tighter than you've ever held her in your life. Everyone was... <laughs> and cry yourself to sleep that night. I mean... Like, what, what happened? There is, there is great hope for the future of our country. It's going to be fine. These are tears of happiness. <laughs> like, like, what was... I, I, oh, I told people beforehand, it's going to start off, Trump's going to bully Biden in an effort to throw him off, and then at some point, it, it's going to be funny for like two minutes. Right. And then at some point, it's going to keep going, and everyone's going to go... Oh no! This is where we live now. Yeah. No. It's it's crazy and to me. That's what happened, Andrew. It is. It's it's crazy to me how I I'm coming out of youth ministry. Mm-hmm. I was paid to be immature for right. a few years there. Right. Right. How I, a 29 year old, mm-hmm. can be sitting in bed and go, 
hey guys, uh, let's let's maybe right. let's maybe grow up a little bit, right? Like 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 there were just there were common sense, right? Common courtesy and decency things, right? That were just thrown completely right. out the window, right? Like without excuse, right? As a person who's told fart jokes in very important meetings, they were behaving very inappropriately. (laughs) Isn't that mind-blowing that you can say that and it's actually true? Yeah. Like, and everyone would agree with you? Yeah. So, so, and and I'm trying to tell people you got to vote for this person or or this person, but um, because I think it's important to vote, everyone needs to go out and vote. Um, and I super don't care who you vote for. I have my own thoughts, my own opinions, and I'm not going to share them here. Um, probably not. Um, but this this was just this was a colossal train wreck, and 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 that that was the angst part of it is that I was watching this and thinking, whatever side of this I'm on, one of those two people will be the leader of the free world. In a few months and just it it was um you know on 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 all kinds of facebook social media posts all that to be honest there were there wasn't a lot of conversation that occurred the day after uh-huh. and i was talking to a person about it and they straight up kind of talked about it. it's like because we're all in mourning today it's like yeah we're this is where we are and none of us really enjoy it i mean this is not the way political discourse should happen it was the most divisive uniting event we've mm-hmm. ever had mm-hmm. right because yeah. I, I really did see that like yeah. like there were articles from fox and articles right. from cnn that were like hey guys right sorry right like and 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 you made me agree with CNN. How dare you? <laughs> it was it was yeah. just it was wild. It was it was childish and and mm-hmm. and that really is the thing because you look to the president, you look to the government, you mm-hmm. look to those who've made it to that podium, right? Right? Like like the right. person who's made it to that podium, and you go, okay, like my kids are seven and five. They're asking me questions about the mm-hmm. president. Yeah, like they're learning about presidents yeah. in in, sc- in, in yeah. school. We say the pledge of allegiance right. every day in right. school to our little two ninety nine flag up in the corner, <laughs> and uh, and and it's two hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, it's like a real American. <laughs> And, I'm sorry. And that to, was way more condescending than I mean, meant it to be. I apologize. But like to to yeah. to look at that display, right, and see just mm-hmm. just angry mm-hmm. petulant right from from both sides right and and like you right. said whatever side you're on you've got to go why didn't my guy just stop right for for both of them to clench a w in this entire thing it's insulting how little they had to do <laughs> i mean I'm I'm just being straight up honest. It, yeah. They there were so few things they had to do, and yeah. most of it just involved shutting up. Yeah. Um. And neither of them felt they were able to do that because everything's been building for. And I I personally blame a little bit of the quarantine for this. Um. We've all been stuck inside and been made to wear a muzzle. Um. Even if it's for safety, I'm not saying they're bad things. I'm just saying that takes an emotional toll yeah. on a person. Um. That. Everything is at this point of just it, it's a powder keg that you try and keep the flames away from, but then here comes two guys just like Did someone call for a torch, you know, like yeah. like no, you back back up, please, and and it just it was 
it was sad and stressful. I was tired at the end of it. Yeah. Because I was emotionally... That's all I had to just stare at it and go, oh, man, this is this is bad. I, I mean, this this is bad. Now, granted, um, I, I'm not going to be that Christian podcast that says, like, hey, guys, it's time. You know, the Lord's coming tomorrow, clearly, or any of that, or it's time to panic. Because, right. to be honest, compared to a lot of the other things... A lot of the other things in church history, this is a cakewalk. Um, I mean, neither of them are claiming when the city's power goes out, should we light the Christians on fire? (laughs) Or, hey, guys, I'm God now. Right. (laughs) There's very little of that going on. Right. Or Caligula's like, I'm just going to kill you with, like, no ulterior motive. Just going to do it. Well, why? Mm, I don't know. Tuesdays? You know, like, it's Tuesdays. So, we will be fine as people of the faith. Because our hope isn't in the presidency, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know that. So, so, so this is part of the thing I was interested in actually talking about is that there was a a a guy who said this, and I don't remember who, so I can't quote him. So, in true pastoral fashion, it's mine now. Uh, <laughs> which now just tell a story about your yeah. kids. Yeah, my kids. I steal all those stories because I don't have children. Um, no, he was talking about everyone spending all this time trying to figure out which chapter in Revelation we are. Right. Which and and I've been very clear about this, even on and off the show. I don't care if there is a literal man on a literal horse that says I am the war horse. Uh, it's still not time for your end times theories. Like it's still still not time. Um, so, but but but. But people keep trying to figure out, it's like, well, is this this in the book of Revelation or this? And this guy brought up the uh, the problem is all of us are smack dab in the middle of Judges. Of of just the theme of Judges is, and everyone did what they wanted. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is a dangerous place to be in as a community, as a culture, because you can't have just everyone doing what they want. Yeah. I mean... We see the the uh, we see that played out mm-hmm. in areas right. and, and especially regardless of politics, mm-hmm. these areas that have said we're no longer part of part of the United States. Right, we're going to do whatever we want. Right, hasn't turned out well. No, right, it, it hasn't no. turned out well. And on some scale, I think that Christian like part of the Christian ideal is mm-hmm. you can't tell me what to do. It's part of the reason that American right. American Christianity is so watered down. It's right. because you can't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I have freedom and right. liberty and justice right. for all. Right. But just pr- pretty much the freedom and liberty. And only the justice I want for people. Like, <laughs> specifically me. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically <laughs> my justice, you know? No, but, but I mean, that's, that's the issue though. Can, and even growing up judges, it was kind of taught to me as uh, these are cool characters in, in, yeah. in the Bible, especially, uh, um, especially Samson, um, you know, strong man who, who pushed over the pillars. Samson sucked. Like, can we just, the man sucked. Yeah. So, so first of all, he he was a jerk. He was a total jerk. He was arrogant, and, and and he understood it because he he thought that all his strength came from himself, um, and he quickly found out that's not be the case. He also murdered some people by like taking the jawbone of a donkey and just clubbing them to death with that. Because why not? Um, and granted, there were some other statements behind that. I'm really breezing through it fast, <laughs> and then. But, but like this isn't the guy that you go like. Hey, Bible Project, uh, Daniel, I'd like you to pick him up. Pick, yeah, pick, pick him up. Are y'all hiring? I got some <laughs> hot takes for you. Just no. murdered some guys. 
kind of. I, I mean, mean, like, yeah. you know, kind of. I mean, you're, yeah, okay. So, 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 so caught some he, foxes. He, tied yeah. their tails together, started them on fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sent them through the crops. Right. Wasn't that him? Pretty sure. That was him. Think so. Sounds like him. But then, then he finds <laughs> this woman who three times you know ask him like hey what's the source of your strength big boy that's the message version um and then he's like oh if 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 you try and stab me on tuesdays then then my strength will be gone so so she hides and tries to stab him on a tuesday he's like i gotcha that's not it uh she does this like three times and the fourth time he goes like all right, now I'll actually tell you the truth. Now that I know I can trust you. You know, like, what What are you... It, it was never explained to me that although a judge, who's really only a judge of this, like, minor section at the end that actually s- kind of is him going like, yeah, I kind of kind of screwed that one up. Uh, so, God, if you're there, like, yeah, I'm still here. Thank you for finally asking. Uh, like, it was at that point, but this isn't... This guy that all of us need to go, oh, I wish I had the strength of Samson. I mean, he. this isn't the good guy of the story. You have such hot takes on Samson. I know, but like... Wow, I've never heard somebody go at Samson so hard. Is he... Well, is he... What... How How do you describe Samson? I feel weird describing Samson now. I know. Go... go please, please give me a more balanced take. Okay. Because most of that story was not told to me until I was like 25 or something. Okay, I get get that. Yeah. You got some repressed Samson. Samson was a tool sent by God, used by God to accomplish a task. Sent by God, sorry. I mean, like, he did the things (laughs) for a reason. Samson was a tool, dot, 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 sent sent by by God. God. There you go. I just, it's like, and then don't, don't, don't get me, don't get me started by on, God. don't get me yeah. started on Jonah yeah. how much I hate that guy. This is racist. Like, what, there we, go. we <laughs> Let's go. This is racist. Get me wound up. Here we go. Uh, sorry. Gosh. Sorry. Go ahead. How do you, all right. So he's a tool sent by God. What was the, uh, no, that, that's it. That's yeah. your balanced take. Okay. I, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. And he but, did, and he but did there the were thing. some major character issues here that I feel are often I mean it's like not Gideon described. Gideon was a weenie yeah correct still a tool sent by God right to accomplish a task right which he did right was judge but but the they they kind of paint these judges as these as kings and, and that's not true as to what they were oh. people followed them because they needed someone to follow them of course it, and it was essentially Batman that just kind of decided, like, I guess I'm going to fight crime today. I don't... Um, I mean, God called them, though. He sent the judges yeah. to accomplish the things. However, you know, Pastor Brian Chapel in American Gospel mm-hmm. says, isn't it interesting how the scripture takes time to tar right. every character right. but one? Right? right. Those are our broken images right. accomplishing whatever form of justice was even graspable right in that time in a time where right. full circle everyone was doing right in their own eyes basically right. whatever they wanted to do right and and i guess that's the thing is is people have painted over the tarring and the, the tarring is essential to the story because it points to a thing greater than them of course yeah so like we found Ehud. agreement like Excellent. Ehud. 
He was left-handed, so we know he was he's wrong-handed. Right. He was incorrect. <laughs> he was made backwards. This is one of the few times why it takes to describe the physical characteristics of someone else. His name is Eglon, and I can't get past that because like <laughs> uh, it's, he's Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, he's, that's who he is. He's Jabba the Hutt. I, and when Leia chokes him with his own chain, mm-hmm. that is literally right. stabbing. Right. I. <laughs> We'll get that sound on a podcast. I, I told that story to teens at a camp, and anytime Eglon said something, I went, Yo, Harun, ha, Wookie. And they're like, Oh, he's doing it. I'm like, Yeah, this is happening. What up? It's a bedtime story. He's Pizza the Hut. Anyway, <laughs> underrated. Movie. Oh, super. Anyway, everybody is, is trying to do justice as they see fit. The problem is, in this case, they're. Or in our case, there seems to be a fair amount of ignoring of God. Oh, yeah. Um, And just, I'm trying to do the thing I feel is just instead of a thing that God is telling us to do. And I think this idea of the presidency has become idolized to an extent. Yeah. On on both ends. Um, I mean, on the right is this, that the president is the moral head of the church. Oh, Um, yeah. that, that, That it has to be... Uh, this person because if they can't then the church can't be the church and there are it's crime to be a christian all these things that are just completely untrue and on the other end is that the presidency is the person that grants everything to a person Mm -hmm. that they control a person's ability to eat sleep and to be alive and and that is also not the function of the presidency and i think this is creating this danger between all the people that they've elevated this job that is important and is a high job but they've taken it beyond a place to a point of christological importance that is getting really dangerous that's a really good point like like we look at and this is what we know we look at the government Mm -hmm. and the head of that the president Mm -hmm. and say he is the one who allows us to be the church right Right? like like if okay so let's let's do this from both sides right like if if uh if we elect a democrat Mm -hmm. then oh no the church will be squashed and we will no longer be able to be the church go to church follow Jesus things like that and an actual fear that that's going to happen so man we better get our Republican guy in there or from the opposite perspective right if a Republican Mm -hmm. is there then what are we going to do we're we're going to we're not going to have healthcare we're not going to have all these essential needs that we that we need and scripture deals with both of those things right and says hey the the moment that you begin to depend like man being in ministry there are some times where we just have not had mm-hmm. right there have been times where we've been so greatly blessed but there's right. times where we just have not had right and the thought of man i wish someone would just give me the money so that i mm-hmm. wouldn't have to struggle i wouldn't have to suffer i mm-hmm. wouldn't have to do a hard thing like so much of our faith is built on doing the hard things mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and then to the other side, so much of our faith is built on on striving toward God mm-hmm. despite the world pulling you back. Sure. Right. Like I don't need somebody to give me permission sure. to follow Christ. Yeah. And even if they're saying I can't, welcome to the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. Like, like the rest of the world and they're doing great. Yeah. Actually, so 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 this is part because a person asked what do I think is going on through all this? And and I was just honest. I 
throughout all of church history, including biblical history, all of this from from Adam and Eve until present, there's been this constant ebb and flow of the church that has occurred through periods of great blessing and periods of great culling. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a culling period. I mean, it starts off, the people of God are 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 in the presence and blessed by God. And then mm-hmm. at a point, they think they don't need God. And they depart and, and try and do things on their own. And the problem of departing God is that God, to a certain extent, goes like, all right, see what you can come up with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> give it a shot. See what happens. And 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 they can get by a bit. Uh, because because they're they're I don't I'm trying to not say glory train or glory cloud because that's a whole other thing where it's not going to get into um, they they can get by a bit but then it becomes hard because they're trying to do the things of God without the presence of God so then it fails and it just stops doing the things it 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 does in the people. Uh, people, they they come out of the church. They stop. Yeah. They stop being obedient to God. They stop doing all those things. Um, but the people that are still there are crying out to God and saying, "God, please help us. Yeah. This is the bottom for us, and we trust that even though this is going on, you are here. We don't know what's going on, but know that you are here. Please save us." And, and God comes to save them, and they're back at that first place of being in, in the presence and purpose of God. Uh, the church drops off in amount of people, but because the people that are still there understand what it means to be persecuted, to be poor, to be broken, mm-hmm. to be all these things, the church is stronger even though there's n- not as many people. Yeah. So, so I'm reading... Um cost of discipleship by Mm -hmm. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And I just got through a section where it was talking about the suffering of Christ Mm -hmm. and how we will take the example of Christ Mm -hmm. and we will take the blessing of Christ. We will take the saving of Christ, but we refuse to suffer Mm -hmm. in the way that Christ did. Like we, we outright reject it. Right. Um, and, and he just made the point where he was like, hey, if this is the one that you follow, mm-hmm. if if Christ-like is actually a term, you receive the suffering of Christ with joy, mm-hmm. knowing that he, one, he did it first, and right. two, he can sustain you in all things. He's literally all you need. Right. And I think of, like, you as you're talking, it just, it is the the account in scripture of them asking for a king right because because yeah, yeah. nothing works yeah. literally nothing works no, they have the judges they, work they, out they, yeah. they have they don't have the judges anymore and mm-hmm. and uh you know the 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 priests aren't working right. and things like that and so they're like we want a king just like all the other mm-hmm. nations and god's like well i was going to be your king and yeah. they're like no that's weird we can't really see you right so that's weird give us an actual human king and so they have this human king mm-hmm. saul and and they put all of their mm-hmm. hope whom they picked because he was tall but they put all of their hope in this guy (laughs) that's supposed to he's supposed to be the one to lead them into blessing right and he doesn't right and they blame god right like like that's that's the answer is god why did you let us do such a like where did you go why did you let us do such a thing excuse me god the person that you told us we didn't need didn't work (laughs) out man it's so crazy because because like 
right now in our country, I've got friends who are Christians mm-hmm. who are in a full panic. Right. Because they they think that that something is going to happen in the election that they don't want to happen. And mm-hmm. they're freaking out. Right. I've got friends who are Christians who look at this and they go, wow, last night was a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Good thing God's in control. Right. Yeah. If Trump is our president, good thing God's in control. Mm-hmm. If Joe Biden is our president, good thing God is in control. Mm-hmm. And and they mean it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just yeah. wild. It does not excuse right. the behavior of those no, two no, old no, men it, it on national it, television it on every channel. And I mean, I, I get disconcerted about those of the faith that are praising the actions of one of them over Oof, the other woof. because that is is to me more problematic than than anything else to stare at that and go no this is fine he's standing up for truth or something Man. it's like was is that what that was i saw so like, many and granted they weren't necessarily from christians mm-hmm. i saw so many articles like the the most prevalent thing mm-hmm. was and you might be able to guess it when joe biden said Shut up, man! Would like, you just like, shut up, man! That that yeah. statement alone right. was the centerpiece right. of the debate articles. Man, wasn't it great when he was when he said that? It's like no, when he finally stood up for him <laughs> and know, called like, him a clown. Like, like you know, no, like no, that's not what we need to be praising here. Yeah, yeah. And, and it just, you know, whatever side someone is on, it just breeds division and anger and that for the christian yeah should be like a a polar opposite Mm -hmm. like like two magnets that do not stick together i know that our hearts want to go yeah get him yeah right but but as christians we are called to outright reject that kind of discourse right and and yes absolutely and any christian who is cheering for that Mm -hmm. is just this is black and white this isn't even a a hot take you're doing it wrong right you're doing it wrong and if you don't believe me here's some bible um this is jesus in john 13 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he just got done the the the, and 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 the king of the universe Mm -hmm. just got done washing his gross disciples nasty feet right like Mm -hmm. like and then he says he, he says, and he just healed Lazarus from the dead. And he, mm-hmm. he didn't say, that's what I want you to do. Right. He said, hey, this is the example that I want you to follow. Wash each other's feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he says this. It says this. When he had gone out, Jesus said, now is the son of man glorified. And God is glorified in him. God is glorified in Jesus. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. A lot of glory little children and i love that right jesus is just like hey guys hey just, just so you know where we are he might be yeah. talking to biden and trump there yeah. hey little children yet <laughs> little children yet a little while i'm with you uh you will seek me and just as i said to the jews so now i also say to you where i am going you can't come Right, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be gone. Right, you cannot mm-hmm. rely on me yeah. forever. I'm yeah. about to leave, but to float upward. And, and then he says yeah. this: a new commandment, and commandment—that's a strong word, right? Do it. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. Imagine, like, how Jesus loves his disciples, mm-hmm. coming off the heels 
get it, of washing their feet and looking forward toward mm-hmm. dying for them. He says, he says, just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. And then here's the kicker. By this, by the way that you love one another, all people, not just Christians, mm-hmm. all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Right. And, 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 and this is the part of... of <clears throat> I mean, even putting the debate aside for a bit, right? Uh, the kind of the Facebook posts, all these things that that our culture, even in Christianity, has gotten to a point of being okay in glorifying the pounding of an, Gosh, of another yeah, person. Absolutely. And and I mean, even check out the articles that, that that people type out and and people click on them because they title them these things because it works is like yeah. this person absolutely destroys another or, yeah. or this person owns the libs and and it's just this is i've seen that one um, I, I can picture right, it right right like it's yeah like absolutely right thug life you know <laughs> but but this is a thing that our culture as a whole including christianity christianity's yeah. not getting off the off off kind of the hook on on this they have grown to yeah. s- celebrate this yep. instead of taking time to actually care about those in our immediate culture on our Facebook feed on on all these types of places because it's become more about I need to get the thing I think is true yeah. instead of actually caring about another person the the celebration of people's demise mm-hmm. right like like Gosh, and, and I and mm-hmm. you can see it everywhere. Right, you can see it everywhere. Like, like even in you know with with celebrities, right. we love when they fall. Right, and with with sports, right. uh, you know, we love when the mighty fall right. and are are embarrassed and things like that. And as Christians, our participation in that mm-hmm. says. I have not been changed, mm-hmm. right? It communicates. Yeah. I have not been changed. Says, it I can look like you. And, exactly. Yeah. You don't need anything. Jesus, right. all Jesus gets you is heaven. You get to do whatever you want. Right. And, and I've seen this in the church and in Christian culture and in this whole, like I'm not on social media and this is part of the reason is I can't handle, free. I can't handle people's yeah. comment sections. Yeah. Like, like I, I can't, I physically get embarrassed for people right. who are keyboard warriors and, and the like. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, and then seeing that play out in the two leaders of the free world, potential mm-hmm. leaders of the free world. Yeah. It's like, this is the example that we're setting. Right. And please don't claim to know Jesus. Right. right. And, and we as Christians have to be so careful in our endorsement. Man, I have friends from the opposite side. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to talk to yeah. to folks because it's like I, I, I've only got two options, right? So I I've gotten to the point, and and this actually this also happened in 2016. I was having a similar problem yeah. of I don't both of their personas, their their character. I I found to be morally abhorrent on both ends. Yeah, one of them smiled more and it felt sweeter but it didn't carry the same yeah. thing and it's the same thing and now that both their moral character is abhorrent um so if i'm understanding that god is above the presidency 
and, and, and they're going to have to answer to the things they've done in the same kind of a manner that I'm going to have to answer to the things I've done, then I'm more okay to vote based on policy and plan instead of on character. Now, I'm not claiming character doesn't matter because it right. does, but this, I'm not trying to, and not sound cliche, I'm not trying to figure out which person is 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 the god bearer for yeah. America? Um, Who, who's less scummy? Yeah, based on their yeah. own or their I'm, own person. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to put the person that's going to make the best policy choices. It's not the character is unimportant, but that isn't the big thing. Yeah. And it and it seems increasingly like it is the big thing. Mm-hmm. I took a we were watching and it, they started going back and forth and I just mm-hmm. I said to my wife I said we'll never have a normal election again. No, never, never. No. I mean, mark my words. This is it. This, yeah. this is the norm now. Right. Um, is who can we put up there that can that can you know own the libs own <laughs> own the libs. <laughs> they can beat yeah. the other yeah. party. Yeah. And we've arrived, right? Right. The noble, like the noble politician, right. is no longer right. Right. The 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 fight the fighting fair, the respect for one another, mm-hmm. it's not there anymore. No, we've lost it. No. Um. And I don't know how you get it back. So so part part of as as I think through these things, um, just because I have a lot of time to think, especially now that we're just kind of coming out of quarantine or whatever we were doing. I was not good at it anyway, whatever. That's a different story. Um, had a lot of time to think. I mean, these things, when it gets to this point that it's th- this contentious, things appear very dark. And to be fair, they're pretty dark. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say, like, no, it's actually bright out. You just going to open your eyes or any of that. Uh, it, this is a dark chapter in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, if there isn't a better time to be a Christian than now, I don't know what it is. Because if I am a light in the darkness, then the, then this is an opportunity to shine the brightest. Uh, the, this is an opportunity to create that kind of an impact, to, to, to be able to go, although everybody out there is just picking at each other and putting each other down, that... I can demonstrate Christ just by caring about another person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I can I, I can demonstrate that there is an alternative to sniping. Um, mm-hmm. That it is the grace that comes out of God that has conquered death, and 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 those things are so important to take at the same time too. Because if I'm not scared of death because Christ conquered it, mm-hmm. then even if another person gets all threatening at a me i don't have to actually be upset because death won't take anyway if i trust that god has conquered death then death becomes a non-issue so i'm sitting there the other day talking this is before the debate and i'm talking to mm-hmm. somebody from the opposite political viewpoint that mm-hmm. i am we kind of went not like back and forth but we like right. discussed just a couple of little things right and then i i looked at her and i just said isn't it cool Right, that God is in control. Right, like, isn't it neat? Because she she's a believer, and mm-hmm. and and I just said, isn't it isn't it so comforting to know mm-hmm. that this isn't it? Right, like this isn't where the buck stops. Right, and and that we have a hope that is greater and more powerful than this mm-hmm. that can never be taken away. Yeah, and and it only gets brighter the more it's 
Right. You know, more people try to stifle it. Right. That that people in these oppressive countries in China and the like, like those Christians mm-hmm. are just so yeah. radical. Right. And nothing can stop them from giving glory to God and, right. and fellowshipping with believers and growing in the word. They're just hungry for it. Mm-hmm. And they have like one of the worst governments in the world. Yeah. Like most oppressive governments in the world. And, and you know, and she was like, yeah. And we moved on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's but that's like the coolest part of the whole thing though is is that this as as far as Christian persecution either this isn't the worst part of history either <laughs> I mean this isn't even close there's many other decades of centuries of, there's centuries of things that are much worse than this so we will be fine especially if our hope is in Christ if our hope is in the presidency I'm gonna be honest you're screwed like you're if your hope isn't the the person in 2020 coming out and it's your it's not going to be good but if our hope if our hope is in christ in christ alone that christ has already come and everything christ has uh needed to do is done it's already done it's already complete all christ parts like no i'm i'm good like i i did the stuff like there's nothing else i have to do and now it's just a matter of all of us catching up to that Mm -hmm. then we will be fine yeah even if 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 there's this other candidate that gets put in the presidency that you know carries a weird <clears throat> pencil kind of a mustache and like now I will wear you know I'm picturing the guy from Rocky and Bullwinkle oh I was or picturing something. I was picturing Doofenshmirtz kind of that yeah or kind of that we'll rule the tri-state area yeah yeah kind of that kind of person that comes in is like now i will be in charge or something now you're waluigi okay yes if waluigi's elected president we will still be fine as christians i don't that's a whole nother discussion waluigi's underrated i just want to say it so uh but i i do think it's it's important though as people of the faith we have to start talking different and talking mm-hmm. about the hope and faith and l- love we have because without those we are a noisy gong that mm-hmm. shouldn't be heard we've almost got a leg up right yeah. like the poor showing of the leader of the free world it's right. like yeah right don't you want something better right <laughs> wouldn't it be great if there were something better than that are you so are you saying that in casual conversation it should be okay to just insert Jesus into the conversation. Man, I know it's risky. At any point. Hey, man, I know it's bold. Even if it doesn't so necessarily bold. apply to the conversation that's being had. So bold. Andrew, are you doing it? Only... Are you doing this week's? Only the boldest of Christians can... Oh, gosh. I will give you the honor of our Jesus Juke of the Week. Jesus Juke. Got Jesus juked. Does that mean you got Jesus juked? Oh yeah. I believe it does mean I got Jesus juked. Yes. But are we encouraging our whole audience to go and Jesus juke every conversation that they're in? Yeah. 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 Absolutely, I think that I think that's actually a, man, a, a mandate of Christians. <laughs> uh, absolutely everywhere. 
Um, I, I joke about only uh-huh. the boldest of the bold Christians. Right. And, and I mean, we have done such a, and this is a whole other conversation, we have right. done such a terrible job of segmenting mm-hmm. talking about our faith into like, hey, so I gave a cheeseburger to a homeless man and mm-hmm. attached to it was a Bible verse and that's the only way I can ever talk about Jesus to anyone right. in the most unnatural way possible. Right. Man, Jesus juke everybody you know. Right. It's not as weird as you think it is. Don't play the music with it. You that's could. Horrible. Depending on the if person. If you have to. That might help. If you have to. Go for it. If I wasn't a Christian and someone was coming to talk to me about this and they started with that, I'd be I'm, like, yeah. You know what? What do you what do you got to say? Give it to me now. <laughs> like, like I want to know what the fanfare was about. Oh, asking for bread? Should be asking for the bread of life. I'm not playing it because we're playing it again. No, yeah, yeah. I think I, this is our opportunity as things are the darkest to shine the brightest, to actually tell people about the gospel, to tell them, hey, there are alternatives to this that are... The, uh, other than two old men screaming at each other till it makes you want to cry and weep inside and, then, and eat and doss all night. And the crazy thing... Might be just me. I was going to say. Was my, that, that one experience? might just be me. I don't the know. The crazy thing is that this says, people, by this, all mm-hmm. people will know that you are my disciples. Right. If you love this way, mm-hmm. people will know that you have a hope. So when you talk about that, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a weird Jesus joke. Right. Like, if you talk about the biggest thing... People aren't surprised when I talk about my wife. They're not mm-hmm. surprised when I talk about my kids. It's like, they're like, hey, I cut the grass. And I was like, my wife cut the grass because the lawnmower is fun. Mm-hmm. They're not surprised. They're not like, oh my gosh, he's back to his wife. Right. right? Like They're just like, right. oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That's a connection right. from, I don't know, one of the biggest parts of your life. Right. And if that's Jesus, it's not going to be that weird. Right. It, it, it'll it come out more organic than people think it does. And I think that's part of the big fear is like, am I going to come off as strange and, and, and creepy at first? I'm like, only if you're scared of coming out strange and creepy. <laughs> I mean, if you, only if you try yeah. really hard to not be yeah. strange and creepy. You want to, I know a guy. If, if, it, if it's possible to give a whole testimony and Jesus and never actually open the mouth, like, <laughs> has Anna told you about Jesus? Then it's weird. Yeah. Next week on the podcast, tips for not being creepy. I'm not going to be Should here, so that's on that? that's on you and Gosh Caleb. Gosh darn it! Okay, tips for not being creepy. I'm not. I'm not sure either of us are qualified. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I will sometimes intentionally take the creepier approach because it's a weird icebreaker. Yeah, um, you're right. It doesn't not work, like depending on who you're talking to. So, yeah. Anyway. So no, I guess our challenge through all this though is is all right. We're going to start small. First of all, find positive things to say on Facebook, Instagram, and all that. Positive. Find a positive thing. Positive. If it's if if it's if it's a good sandwich. Let's totally go back to the days when Instagram was sandwiches and food. I'm okay with that. If if it's going back to the age of I have to bring a full photography kit to a restaurant to take a picture of my food to make it Instagram okay, that's fine. It's fine. Totally okay. It's fine. But then be in prayer about a person that is is struggling through this to find any kind of hope in this because we have that hope it's been given to us and it's bigger than us so we can share it and be thinking about that person and pray god give me an opportunity to talk to that person and then when they come don't be don't don't miss that opportunity it's like hey i've been really trying to find hope in this whole thing don't say like 
Oh yeah, that's weird. Me too. Like that, you know. Sometimes God opens up the window, and you you know that. Sometimes God takes the whole side of the house off and says, "Do it now." Like so, if the opportunity's there, take the shot. Take the shot. Take the shot. Take the shot. And um, I think I saw something about this that they might be putting a uh, a an "Are you sure?" button on Twitter before you share anything right and i think that might be good too just just give it an are you sure before right. you share do i really need do to really say need this to? do we really need to oh, but it will get better this will get better we yeah have... because next debate they're going to have the ability to turn off the microphones so it will get better <laughs> dude who's moderating this one do you know i have no idea i would just like flip them both off my turn like <laughs> like 90 minutes and they're spending the whole time like you know just in the background the like, third party candidate you know. just like sneaks into the moderator's Dude, chair joe jorgensen her website crashed because so many people they were a googling joe jorgensen it's like is she is she good is she ready to roll like is she is she up you know Man. yeah you should have someone like morgan freeman do the moderating that way everyone can enjoy at least mm-hmm. a, th- a third of the debate uh, not to undo everything we've said on this podcast, but someone proposed Samuel L. Jackson, and and that would be the opposite of everything that we've said here. And the fleshly part of me would find it infinitely uh, entertaining. Just you know, something I don't know. That would be a mess, but it would be a mess. Yeah, but how much more of a mess can we make? Is there more wood to knock on? <laughs> That's a in in my history. That's a way I've learned to not test God. <laughs> like it can't get worse, can it? Yeah. Do I need to drop the floor out again? Okay. Are you not trusting me yet? Yeah. Sure. Let's drop the floor out. Let's see what happens. So and yeah. Then, and then all of a sudden it's October. Oh my gosh! It's October. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's October. Oh, we're gonna have to have so many debates in October. Including the do we do Halloween and now on like multiple different levels. Um, and it's not because of the razor blades anymore. That's never happened, right? That's I, never happened. I don't know. I that's don't know. never happened. I, I, would, I wouldn't say never. Because how do you push a razor blade into a candy? Have you ever eaten saltwater taffy? Have you? It's that's just, always what I picture. It's just really stale Snickers. Like, ow, oh, it cut me. Yeah, it's not a razor blade. It's just really awful it was candy. a peanut. Yeah. It's just a really sharp. Have peanut. you ever had peanut brittle? That's a razor blade in and <laughs> of itself. But then who's, who's handing out, out peanut, peanut brittle? brittle? Where's same, the peanut brittle house? <laughs> the same lady that's handing out pennies and toothbrushes. Right. Peanut brittle? No, peanut brittle's expensive. That's the house that hands out like full size Snickers bars. Man, bring three costume changes and just keep cycling through. You know, like, aren't you the same kid? I'm not. Make with the candy, old lady. Ding, 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 ding. Put in the bag. Anyway, I miss trick or treating. It's just creepy at this age, but we, we're we're straying off here. So, um, if they're interested in finding out more about Student Go, I know that you are excited about that project. Where can they go? Absolutely, they can go to studentgo.org. 
stands for student gospel outreach, but studentgo.org. Uh, you can, you can, uh, pray for us. You can join our team. You can, there's a bunch of articles on there that are helpful. Um, I'll say it. You can also support them financially. You can also which support please them. Please do that financially. I'm not getting paid for this. You are not, but he, I might be, so but he would like to be, that so would be you great. can actually help him out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just a cool project uh, mm. that we're working on. Yeah. And then for our and for nobody special, if there are any questions, please email us. Questions, the best place to do that is to go to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. There's a form at the bottom of the page. Also, we are on Facebook and Instagram uh, and tend to not do too many political things, just this podcast um, and only this episode. We may do one more. Who really knows? But Facebook and Instagram at nobody special podcast. Uh, please give us questions, things to talk about, things that are interesting or things that Caleb and I and potentially andrew can be praying about we all of us are pumped to do that because it's it's a cool community cool people that tune into this podcast and uh we appreciate everyone that takes the time to get through this and get through this that listens to our that suffers that just suffers, suffers through, through this, this hour oh. of monotonous bull garbage um, no so bull garbage we appreciate it well, we're not supposed to say the other one we're not good at not saying the other one but that is on the standards list um you say we we caleb and i are both not good at saying that one on the podcast at not saying that one at not saying that which well, yes um Please send us your questions, and we appreciate all of our listeners. You almost got me. I almost said it. So, so well, I think that underwear. It's <laughs> gonna be another up dog situation. What's up dog? Ah, got him. Um, no, that's not. Yeah, I know. Okay. Oh darn it. Uh, what's the other one other than up dog? What are you eating under there? Yeah, underwear. You're eating underwear. <laughs> Gross. Still more mature than the debate. I don't even know how you would um, do that. Well, just a little. We, a little yeah, we don't have to. Okay. This is this is going on. <laughs> we can just say our names and quit. Anyway, well, I'm Danny, <laughs> and I'm Andrew. And we are nobody, nobody special. special.